25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
Pretty amazing, though. I would say so. Ohad here on a JM and the AM Thursday. 
Uh, before that one, you, <coughs> excuse me, yeah, you heard Haloya Data done by Yaakov Shweki. that was Aryeh Kunzler, the star of the 2017 Kosher Halftime Show, which is coming up on, uh, February the 5th at about 8 p.m. Eastern Time. It'll be made available. We record the, uh, the, uh, halftime show with Aryeh Kunzler and uh, featuring the Evan Al Orchestra. Uh, coming up on a Saturday night, this coming Saturday night, Courtside Grill, Central Avenue, Cedarhurst. Official start of the performance, 9 p.m. I recommend you get there much, much, much earlier if you want a seat. And R.A. Kunstler is going to do at least three songs. That's, of course, tradition with the uh, Kosher Halftime Show. But it is very likely that a fourth bonus track is going to be done. It's very, very likely. Uh, so we've got the uh, R.E.A. Kunstler and Evan Al for a Saturday night, Courtside Grill, Cedarhurst, New York. Very much looking forward to it. The brand new uh, Nahum Single Network Kosher Halftime Show, String Bag, has now been uh, officially released. Uh, you may have seen on the Nahum Single Network Facebook update page how Yoni Pollock was uh, modeling the brand new String Bag. So if you show up on Saturday night, you will get one while supplies last. Eitan Freilach had Halayla. You heard Halaluka done by Itzik Dadya, Gershon Verobas, Ani Israel, and of course Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning on this Thursday, January the 26th, the 28th of Teves. Rosh Chodesh tomorrow night. Rosh Chodesh Shvat uh, will be uh, this coming Shabbos one day. I don't know what we're going to do with our Tubishvat special. Tubishvat's going to be on Shabbos. I just don't know yet what we're going to do. I got to think this through. Oh boy, do I have to think this through. Uh, 47 degrees. Who can complain about that in January with 67% humidity winds west at six? Light rain this morning with a high of 54. Then tonight, mostly clear, low 37. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 45 degrees. We're at 54 in Yerushalayim, 47 here in, um, New York City, as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Big day today. One of the uh, members of the uh, Israel basketball community is going to be joining us in the 7 o'clock hour. Plus, Joey Honig of Courtside Grill with final reminders about Saturday night. Um, Jay Booksbaum is scheduled to walk into our studio, the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth. We will speak with him coming up in hour number three this morning. It's Thursday, so you know there's an amazing, amazing day in general. Uh, on our network. Um, so we'll tell you plenty of that, about that uh, all through the show. And I'm just trying to think, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Don't forget tomorrow, of course, weekly update. Malcolm Holmline will join us. Lots to talk about one week after the inauguration. And, um, oh, and a week from today, Nisim Black. Nisim, the rapper with the amazing story, in our studio one week from today. So there's a lot happening, just a lot going on here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Single Network. And don't forget, by the way, this week's contest, this week, the one that's going to be announced tomorrow, the winner's going to be announced tomorrow, this week's contest is to name the burger. Yeah, we, we want people to name the burger, the burger that has been specifically created for the Kosher Halftime Show and will be served, if you order it, this coming Saturday night at Courtside Grill uh, in Cedarhurst. And we want everybody out there to participate. Go to the Nahum Single Network page. You'll see the post. You'll see the post about the um, about the contest. I'm trying to find it myself here. Just give me a second. 
you'll see the post about the contest. And I'm not referring to the Super Bowl contest, which we're going to be doing next week with Abels and Hyman. That's a that's a separate one. I'm talking about the one for this week, uh, where Chef Albert Bijou has created a special burger for Kosher Halftime Show 5777. And it is your job to name it. Simple as that. So I go to this, so I go to the post. I'm, I'm at the post now. Uh, and I go there and, uh, it's unbelievable how many people have already commented, uh, with the comments, of course, including the names that they're suggesting. Um, and there are a lot. Oh my gosh. There are a lot. There are a lot. <laughs> Maybe we'll try to judge this in the latter half of the live lunch. Go through some of the names. Stick with us all day long. I'm telling you, we may do it. Anyway, the burger is by Chef Albert Bijou at Courtside Grill. It includes ground beef, egg cooked inside, cheddar cheese, parv, of course, bourbon maple onion jam, grilled knockwurst, beef bacon, crispy fried onion, and drizzled with honey barbecue sauce. Yeah, that that's, that is the burger. you got to just come up with the name, put it in the comments section of the Nahum Single Network post regarding the... Um, Regarding the uh, uh, the contest, you know, regarding the burger contest, and uh, that's about it. You're all set. Simple as that. And um, we'll announce the winner tomorrow morning here at JMM. In addition to the to the um, get, uh, in addition to the gift certificate that you're going to be receiving for uh, for Courtside Grill. Uh, you'll, of course, uh, also have the distinction of uh, having named the Kosher Halftime Show Burger of 2017. How cool is that? More coming up. It's I Thursday. Man, I saw how many Jews in this town. He said to me, there used to be a minion around. But one of us passed away and we've been feeling down. Yet now it seems as though another Jew has been found. Won't you stay with us for Shabbos, Minion Man? Step off the bus in Mobile, Alabama.
Shabbos was carried on a song. Whoa, and I saw how many Jews in this town. He said to me, there used to be a million around. But one of us passed away and we've been feeling down. Yet now it seems as though another Jew has been found. Won't you stay with us for Shabbos? Sadi Who? 
That's Avram Freed on a Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Schlock Rock, Minion Man with Schlock Capella. You heard Ohad in there with Mini Kolech. Hello, Yadata. That was the uh, Yaakov Shweki selection from Live in Israel. Thursday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM. Getting closer and closer to the Kosher Halftime Show starring Aryeh Kunzler this coming Saturday night. That's happening at the uh, Courtside Grill. 
Uh, don't forget to uh, join our Name That Burger contest. The winner will be announced tomorrow. You can submit your comments and the name that you have on our post on Facebook. Go to Nahum Segal Network. You see the post regarding the contest for the. It's a big picture of a burger. You can't. You can't. You can't go to the wrong one. It's impossible. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, one of our listeners says, I, "I mean, I, I love when people are in warm weather spots during yeshiva break and they really have to rub it in." Uh, first of all, Dafyomi, it says, uh, "By the way, because of your interview with Simcha Liner, I bought the album live in Odessa." Thank you, and it is fantastic. You're right. Um, and then, like I said, one of our listeners says, Boker Tov from Fort Lauderdale, uh, 78 degrees in Fort Lauderdale, 43 degrees in Teaneck. Now, that's rubbing it in for those of us up here, up north. Uh, that same listener says, let's hope the Patriots don't win enough of Shady Brady and Bill Belichick. <laughs> the next listener says, Boston forever, another ring. And then the same listener from before <laughs> says, the burger should be the Bill Belichick burger. <laughs> So there you go. So our now our app has not only turned into a method of communication with our listeners and uh, interaction between listeners, but now it's actually smack talk regarding the upcoming Super Bowl. How do you like that? It's JM and the AM at 10 minutes before 7 o'clock. Plenty more coming up here at the Malcolm Single Network.
a.m. in the a.m. Except Saturday with Ms. Marshir. You heard Mishoch done by the Waterbury album, Stay With Me. Mishu Holech Tamidi Ti Avremo Avram Fried live in Israel. Schlockapella with Minion Man before that. J.M. in the A.M. on a, a Thursday morning. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world and the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on our beloved NSN app. Golly, it's all in the background. News from Israel is coming up, plus plenty more, of course. Lots happening this morning here at J.M. in the A.M., that's for sure. Uh, don't forget the uh, Kosher Halftime Show this coming Saturday night. It's Arye Kunstler featuring the Evan Al Orchestra. We're getting ready. And the Courtside Grill is the place on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. Uh, we'll start about 9 p.m. We recommend you get there much earlier than that. And we are um, we are getting ready to experience a uh, an incredible contest uh, finale. Uh, those of you who have not yet commented and offered a name for the brand new burger that Chef Albert Bijou created at the Courtside Grill, go to the Nahum Single Network page on Facebook. Uh, you will find the burger. It's one of our recent posts. You'll see a big picture of a really cool burger with a lot of stuff inside it. <laughs> and uh, there in the comments section, you could offer a name for the burger, and we'll judge those later on today. Maybe we'll even go through some of them during the live lunch, and then we will um, announce the winner tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM of the Courtside Grill gift certificate. Uh, because of your participation and victory in that contest. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jamin. הורחה בשבוע השייתו של הקצין הבכיר שממכוניתו נגנבו מסמכים מסווגים ומכשיר קשר מוצפן, כתבנו אריאל זיגלר. הקצין הושעה מתפקידו ביום חמישי שעבר לאחר שמריחבו נגנבו מסמכים מסווגים וכן מכשיר ורד ערים. המשטרה הצבאית ממשיכה בחקירת האירוע, אלוף פיקוד הצפון אביב כוכבי החליט הבוקר על הערכת השייתו בשבוע נוסף. נשיא ארצות הברית דונלד טראמפ גינה את המדליפה האמריקנית צ'לסי מנינג בוגדת לאחר שזו ביקרה את הנשיא לשעבר אובמה שחנן אותה, כתבנו נתנאל דרשן. בטור בעיתון הגרדיאן כתבה מנינג כי אובמה היה נשיא חלש ותבוסתן, זאת על אף שהעניק לה חנינה נשיאותית בתום כהונתו. בתגובה כתב טראמפ בחשבון הטוויטר כי מנינג היא בוגדת וכי אסור היה לשחררה מהכלא לעולם. בשנת 2013 הורשעה בריגול ונידונה ל-35 שנות מאסר לאחר שהדליפה מאות אלפי מסמכים מסווגים לידי ויקיליקס בהיותה בחיל המודיעין האמריקני. ראש הממשלה נתניהו נפגש עם רודי ג'וליאני, מקורבו של הנשיא טראמפ וראש עיריית ניו יורק לשעבר. כתבתנו אליל שחר מציינת כי ג'וליאני העביר מסר אישי מהנשיא טראמפ לקראת הפגישה הצפויה בין המנהיגים בוושינגטון בחודש הבא. נהג משאית פגע בעשרות כלי רכב חונים בתל אביב ונמלט מהמקום, אין נפגעים באירוע. כתבנו איתמר קציר מציין כי המשטרה עורכת סריקות אחר הנהג הפוגע. נדחה בשבועיים משפטו של הישראלי, העצור במדינה מוסלמית, לאחר שיצא להיאבק בדאעש, כתבתנו שירה נאות. השר איוב קרא כתב בחשבון הטוויטר שלו כי משפטו של בן חסין נדחה בשבועיים כדי שהמשפחה תוכל להעביר את תשלום הכופר שנדרש בעדו. קרא הוסיף התוכנית בשליטה. חסין מוחזק כבר כשנה וחצי במדינה שישראל לא מקיימת עם הקשרים דיפלומטיים והוא אמור לעמוד למשפט באשמת רצח. משפט שגזר דינו עשוי להיות מוות. סערה בכדורגל הישראלי לאחר ששחקן בית"ר ירושלים איתי שכטר חגג שער במשחק נגד בני סכנין בקריאת שמע ישראל כשכיפה לראשו. מנכ"ל בית"ר משה דמיו 
הדף בריאיון לאפי טריגר ואלי אוחנה את הטענות שמדובר בפעולת התגרות. כי זה היה משהו ספונטני וזה, אני לא ראיתי בזה משהו קיצוני. במשחקי כדורגל בכל העולם אנחנו רואים מוסלמים, נוצרים, שמביאים פן דתי למקר הכדורגל, אז ככה שלא ראיתי בזה משהו יוצא דופן. בטניס משה פדרר העפיל לגמר אליפות אוסטרליה הפתוחה לאחר שגבר על סטן וברינקה בחמש מערכות, מדווח עידן קבלר. זה היה קרב מותח, אבל בגיל 35 וחצי הפנומן השוויצרי חוזר למקום שהיה כל כך טבעי עבורו לאורך הקריירה. ביום ראשון הוא ייאבק על תואר הגרנד סלאם השמונה עשר שלו, וזה קרה היום אחרי קרב מורט עצבים שהסתיים בחמש מערכות, שבסופו של דבר פדרר מנצח את בן ארצו סטן וברינקה. הוא התמודד ביום ראשון מול רפאל נדל או מול גרגור דימיטרוב. ומזג האוויר משעות אחרי הצהריים החלו גשמים מצפון הארץ להתפשט לאזור המרכז, בלילה גשום קר וסוער, אתר החרמון למי שמתכנן ייסגר במהלך סוף השבוע. אלה החדשות שעורכת קרן בן מרדכי. Uh, our good friend, the sports rabbi, and I believe that's his Twitter handle, actually, right? Sports rabbi or the sports rabbi. He, he made us aware of um, a really cool story and an amazing, uh, uh, really an amazing tale of a gentleman named Robert Rothbard who is playing for Hapoel Eilat as we speak in Israel. And uh, he has overcome a lot of challenges and obstacles and is now a proud ball player at seven feet, one inches Uh, for Hapoel a lot in Israel. Robert Rothbart is with us live via telephone. Robert, uh, Shalom, Shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom, Shalom Nachum. It's such a pleasure for me to be a part of this. Thank I, you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. I mean, I'm sure your story is going to be quite inspirational to our listeners. L- let's start with this. Let's start from today, and then we'll move back for a moment. Um, how is Apoel Eilat doing? How's the team doing so far this season? Apoel Eilat, we're doing, we're doing pretty well. We're pretty, doing pretty decent. We started off a little bumpy in the beginning of the season, but we've uh, picked things up. In the meantime, we've beaten um, Apoel Jerusalem and Maccabi Tel Aviv about two weeks ago. So we, we've, uh, we've had some good victories and we've had some also terrible losses, but we're We're fighting for the playoffs, so we're okay. We're All right. Hey, when you mentioned you beat Maccabi Tel Aviv, to this audience, that's quite significant. <laughs> everyone knows that they're usually, I hope, <laughs> everyone knows yeah, they're usually at the top. <laughs> yeah, they're usually the best team. I hope it's significant in a, in a good way, not in a bad way. A hundred percent, that's for sure. Robert Rothbart with us from Israel. So you grow up, or I should say you, uh, you, you're born in Yugoslavia. Uh, you end up leaving there. You lived in a total of 12 countries. Is that accurate? That's completely accurate, yes. <laughs> and this is because of the movement that conditions forced your family to undertake? That was, that was just the reality that your family faced to, as you were growing up? Well, um, actually, only the first move was because of the war in Yugoslavia. Um, all the moves after that were, were mainly uh, because of basketball, and some of them because of other family decisions my parents made. For example, when they chose to move from Israel to the United States, so that was just a, um, a decision they made because they felt like it was a better future for them financially. But most of the moves had to do with me playing basketball in, in different countries in the world. Interesting. Uh, is this your first season in Israel, or you've done this before? 
Oh no, this is my seventh season in Israel. Wow. Uh, not not consecutively. I had three. I had four seasons. I had one season, and then I had three seasons consecutively, and then I spent uh, four years playing in different countries in Europe. And now this is my third in a row here in Israel consecutively in a lot. Robert Rothbart's with us. Hapoel Elat speaking to us from Israel. He's uh, he's over seven feet uh, tall, and uh, he's a great ball player in the Holy Land. Uh, you, you talk about the um, experiences you've had and the opportunities that life has presented and the different challenges you've had to overcome. What can you tell this audience that might either, I don't know, sum up all of that or or give us a perspective of what you've learned through this entire journey? Yeah, um, well, growing up as a kid in California, I was actually one of the top uh, prospects and recruits for, for colleges and actually for the NBA straight out of high school as, as, um, as a kid. Um, eventually I, I was recruited highly by, you know, most universities and eventually I, I signed for Indiana University. It was the year after they lost in the championship game of the NCAA, uh, 13 or 14 years ago. But I decided to, uh, since I really wanted to be a professional basketball player and make it to the NBA, I decided to, uh, pass on that and go and and play professionally in France in Paris right out of high school at the age of eighteen. Uh, and actually, my my third preseason game, I was heavily injured during a um, during a game. I, I dislocated my shoulder, and that started kind of uh, a line of events that that would lead me to realize that I wasn't going to be an NBA player and I wasn't going to become the, the 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 thing, or or I wasn't going to make the dream that I gave everything up, gave up my, my full scholarship in Indiana University and in UCLA and in Arizona and all the schools that were recruiting me. Um, and, and I was in a situation that I had to get myself out of it on my own. So um, with my hard work and the things that I've learned uh, and also about myself that I've learned that, that you know, sometimes we, we don't know what it is that we want and sometimes the, the, the world seems like it's falling apart right under our, our, our legs, but actually, uh, in reality, we have everything we want right there, and we just need to dig that down inside and find who we are. And through those hardships, I can say that, um, you know, being a heavily recruited high school kid and being uh, on the way to success, almost certainly, I know now that I'm a much stronger and much more valuable person to myself that I've gone through the hardships and the, and the moves that I've gone through um, if I if I if I had just succeeded, I don't know where I'd been, where I would be today. But I know that I've 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 had an opportunity to find myself and find my inner strength through my hardships, and and I think that's what's important that people start looking at uh, hardships and obstacles as opportunities to make to make a change and to to grow grow inside. Rob- look at look at look at those uh, obstacles with a smile on their face. Robert Rothbard from Israel. Um- how long does it take to get to that point? I, I would assume the initial weeks and months after an injury like, like you described and, and other times when the, when challenges, you know, uh, really sprouted forth in your life, it, 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 there is an immediate um, reaction which, you know, can, can get one down, can, can dominate, you know, one negatively. How, how long does it take to, to bounce back from those types of episodes? Um, I can say that, it doesn't take months. It, t- it took me years. It took me about five years of not knowing what I was doing. Still because I was seven foot tall and still because I was a really talented basketball player, I was able to 
secure myself, you know, uh, jobs in Europe, and 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 they call it a job, but it's it's their teams that you know pay for my services. But I wasn't uh, I wasn't there yet, you know, and I was I was going through this process, and um, it takes a lot of failures, just like it takes a baby a lot of times to fall to learn to walk. It takes takes us humans and grown-ups a lot of failures to learn uh, about ourselves and, and what we're capable of doing. And um, as long as we're digging deep down inside all the time, I think we'll, we'll be okay. What's the difference playing in Israel compared to playing in other European countries? Well, I played in, uh, I played in almost, uh, like I said, 11 other... I played in, I think, uh, nine or something other countries other than Israel. Um and I guess the biggest difference for me here, um, obviously since I've gotten closer to, to Judaism and I'm a, um, an Orthodox Jew, it's obviously the biggest difference would be being able to, to have that comfort level of, of being in Israel as far as that's concerned. Um, but, yeah, every place has, has got its ups and downs, but being here in Israel is great, especially because I feel like I'm also kind of, like you say, in the Holy Land. So the the Hapoel Eilat schedule uh, jives well with uh, with Shabbos and Jewish holidays. Uh, actually, I'm I'm very lucky, and we're very lucky here in Israel that the basketball league actually doesn't allow um, doesn't allow games on the Sabbath and, and on holidays. Not like soccer, for example, where they actually do play on Saturday. So, uh, as far as that's concerned. I'm, I'm pretty well off as far as that's concerned, but my team does have to make special arrangements for the whole team so that they can accommodate me. So we don't pra- um, it's normal to practice every single day in basketball, and we practice uh, on Friday mornings, and we practice on Saturdays, Moti Shabbos, after, after Shabbos. But most teams in Israel will practice an hour before Moti Shabbos. They don't really, you know, make sure that that's, that's you know, um, Exact, but my team does do that, and they change games uh, for me and for another player who's also religious on my team, um, in so that we won't have to fly. And, and and so yeah, they do accommodate me very very well, and I'm very happy for that. Are there any? Pl- I'm I'm just curious. I'm not judging. Are there any players in the league who wear kippot? No, there aren't. No. Including I, myself, I don't. I am fat during during, uh, during games. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not making any statements or judging. I'm really just curious. But I am I am just fascinated by the fact that the schedule works out the way it does. I hope some of our listeners who are critical sometimes the way that organized things in Israel work when it comes to Shabbat. I hope they realize what you just said in terms of the basketball schedule never interfering with Shabbat or Jewish holidays. What's it like, and how does it feel when you represent Israel on the national basketball team? Because aside from the a lot team, you actually play, I guess, for what we would call Team Israel, right? Yes, Team Israel. We, um, we were in the European Championships, um, not this um, last summer, but the summer before that in in France. And actually, the European Basketball Championships are being held in Israel this summer. So being a part of those 12 uh, best players that hold Israeli nationality is, is, first of all, it's a great honor because I've got options. I've got uh, three other nationalities. And passport. So um, for me, it's uh, that was a joke. But um, I do have the other passports. But I'm I'm happy to be playing for Israel, to have Israel on my shirt, uh, to to represent the country. And um, I was offered to play for the Bosnian national team, and I refused. Um, so I, I'm happy to be part of that. So that means a little bit, maybe even more to me than it would mean for the born Israelis that are just used to being Israeli. 
for me, it's it's a great honor, and I, I almost sometimes can't believe it when I'm sitting there and I'm, when I'm standing there listening to the an anthem, and I'm realizing, wow, I'm playing <laughs> I'm playing on Team Israel. Like you said. It is unbelievable, incredible. Will you be in Israel the rest of your life? Do you think? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm uh, I'm very open to to everything, so I haven't I haven't closed myself off to the possibility of coming back to the states when I'm done. Um, but for now, I'm I'm really enjoying it. We we move a lot in Israel as well, so I get to see a lot of different cities here, and I'm really enjoying it for now. Aside from yourself, who's responsible for your journey to orthodoxy? Um, for my journey to orthodoxy, who's responsible? Well, I've had um, I've had you know uh, I've had friends and 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 families that have taken that took me in in my first years, and uh, specifically I'm a guy by the name of Asher Platsky who who uh, took me in every Shabbos in, in, uh, when I was playing in a team in Kiryat Shmona, and uh, he would learn with me every single day, and he would uh, make sure that I, was under, that I could understand the things I was learning and see them every day. And obviously I, had, I have many, many um, role models in the Orthodox world as rabbis that I look up to that... that uh, that I look up to and that I kind of see them as role models. Robert, you seem like an amazing person with an incredible story, a wonderful history, and a real pride uh, to be playing in Israel and for Team Israel as well. A pleasure to meet you in this manner, and I look forward to actually meeting you in person one day because I would very much enjoy that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Robert Rothbart plays for Hapoel Elat, plays for Team Israel, has this amazing story, having fled with his family when he was six years old from war-stricken Yugoslavia, overcame injury and many uh, challenges to um, to go from a uh, high school kid who was heavily recruited and was offered plenty of scholarships in colleges here in the United States uh, to play in Europe and then eventually get to Israel, and as you heard, uh, to make a journey to Orthodox Judaism, which is pretty remarkable. Robert Rothbard, Kalakavod. Plenty more coming up. It's a Thursday morning broadcast, and you are listening to Jam in the AM.
Thursday morning broadcast. Uh, before Abshleima, you heard uh, David Gabe with Nagila. I want to thank Robert Rothbart for spending uh, time with us from Israel. An inspiring story. Speaking of basketball, by the way, congratulations to uh, Yeshiva University. Big win last night up at the uh, Max Stern Athletic Center. Incredible to be there on the night that the three Hode brothers played together. Just the fourth time in NCAA history the three brothers were together on the court at the same time, and the first time in NCAA Division III history that it occurred. Mazal Tov to the Hode family, to Elliot Steinmetz, the great coach, and to everybody on the uh, Yeshiva University Maccabees. It was really a great game, a wonderful atmosphere, and a really cool thing when uh, the three Hode brothers were on the floor at the same time. 47 degrees outside, morning light rain, and a high temperature of 54 um, 
What did I want to remind everybody? Oh, yeah, Courtside Grill this coming Saturday night. That'll be Arye Kunstler. You've heard of him. Arye Kunstler, live in concert for the Kosher Halftime Show. Uh, there will likely be a bonus track. That's one of the ways we uh, compromise with the artists. <laughs> when, when we can't 100% agree what the set list should be, we create bonus tracks. So they end up doing the uh, the bonus track, and we end up releasing that either before or after the Kosher Halftime Show. We'll figure that out. Don't forget the big contest. I think we'll discuss more of this during the live lunch, the big contest um, to name the burger that's going to be done by uh, Albert Bijou, the great chef, this coming Saturday night at um, Courtside Grill. Uh, go to the Nahum Siegel Network uh, Facebook page. You'll find on one of our posts the picture of the burger, and you can name the burger. And if we choose your name, then uh, very simply uh, you win, and you'll get a Courtside Grill gift certificate. Saturday night we'll be there. We start at 9 o'clock. I suggest you get there much earlier, uh, Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. And R.E.A. Kunstler will be doing the Kosher Halftime Show. And we are looking forward to it, that's for sure. We are really looking forward to it. Very, very cool. Um, a drop early for Rabbi David Goldwasser. His words, Zechonishmas HaRav Zebner B'Yosef Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar B'Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in Sanhedrin, Kol Yisrael, Every person, Yeshlem Chelek, has a share in the world to come. The Chavetz Chaim asks, based upon this, we learn in Megillah, Kol Halachos, whoever learns the laws of Torah, Bechol Yom, every day, Muftochlo, the person is promised, Shuben Olam that he is a member, that he is a son of the world to come. We know that everybody has a portion in the world to come. Why does it say specifically a person who learns? We can understand it through a mushal, a parable. A wealthy man made a wedding for his son. He sent a special invitation to the rabbi of the city. When the rabbi came, the wealthy man went out to meet him. He escorted him with great honor. He sat on the Mizrachvant where he served him with the best of foods and the best drinks. One poor person who lived in the city also heard about this great event. He too came to the wedding. He pushed his way in. Finally, he got a seat in the corner where he sat down and partook of whatever leftovers he found. Nobody came over to him. No one escorted him to a seat or gave him any honor or recognition. Everyone has a chelik in Olam Everyone certainly can come to the wedding. But kol halochos yom, the person that has machshev Torah, that considers Torah important, is the one who will get the place of honor. The great Rabbi Avram Abba Leifer was a great tzaddik in Ashdod. One day, a wealthy man who had a great appreciation for the Rebbe's accomplishments came to see him. He offered to finance the construction of a new yeshiva, complete with a dormitory and a shul. Only one minor stipulation. He wanted the great Rebbe to promise to divide his share in Ganadin with him and include him in his circle. The tzaddik put his head into his hands and went into deep meditation for a few minutes. Finally, he said, I am more than ready to share with you the Torah that I have learned. As our Chachomim have said, 
that one who supports Torah shares the reward with the one who actually studies the Torah. However, you request to be in my place together with me in Gan Eden. That's different. Our Chachamim taught that those who died Al-Kiddush Hashem, those who are Moser Nefesh, are in a class of their own. No one else has access. You have to understand that that includes Holocaust survivors, for they too were tormented with deathly pain and suffering. It puts them in an exclusive category. I'm afraid that you will have to withdraw your stipulation. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
JM in the AM with Shalcellus Jr. Good morning, all. Thanks for listening from around the world. Much appreciated. Amazing day, of course, on the Nahum Siegel Network all through the day, as you can imagine. It's Thursday, after all. Charlie Harari coming up at 9 o'clock. Then Michael Fragan with, with Spin Class. Allison Joseph's Jew in the City. Miriam L. Wallach and That's Life. And the rumor is that Miriam L. Wallach is going to be speaking to our good friend Joey Bodner. Being recognized this weekend by NCSY. So Mazda to Joey and Ruthie and the entire family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, and then, of course, at 11 o'clock live lunch. And I, I think I'm going to uh, ask our staff here at the Nahum Siegel Network if we could bounce around some of the ideas that we've gotten for the uh, Kosher Halftime Show Burger Contest. Uh, we'll toss around some of those ideas during the live lunch. And uh, finally, tomorrow, we'll announce the winner of the Name That Burger Contest. If you haven't gotten to the Nahum Siegel Network page on Facebook yet and seen the post with the beautiful picture of that incredible burger from Chef Albert Bijou, go to the Nahum Siegel Network page and offer a suggestion what it should be called, and we'll take it from there. R.E.A. Kunstler, featuring the Evan Al Orchestra, does the Coacher Halftime Show at Courtside Grill this coming Saturday night, and boy, are we looking forward to it. Thursday morning here at JM in the AM as we continue. Plenty more coming up. This is a great one, brand new from Benny Friedman.
ashes. A new light will dawn and you'll see. Look how we shine. Follow the signs. Nachamu Amin. Nachamu Amin. So be strong, be true, be brave. You gotta keep your head up high. You're young and you'll be smiling soon. There's no need to cry. To smile and dry the tears, the day will soon be gone. We'll rise again, throw off these chains, return and carry on. After these long days, it's all After these long nights, and we'll come in time to leave the sadness behind. Oh, 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 oh,
Mordechai Shapiro wrapping up the hour for us on this Thursday broadcast. Uh, before that, Aryeh Kunstler, he is the star of the 2017 Kosher Halftime Show. That's uh, his Nachamu. Before that, you heard him with Menucha Vesimcho off the NCSY Bencher app. Boy, oh boy, he really, uh, he's been appearing on this show a lot, <laughs> musically to say the least. Mim Komcha done by Simcha Liner from the brand new Liner Live. In Odessa, and you heard Benny Friedman, of course, Ivri Anochi, another big, big popular song from Fill the World with Light. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com. Uh, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. We'll go through the Thursday schedule, plus plenty more coming up to keep it right here at JM in the AM.
We have two fabulous guests in our studio on the heels of that great album, Freed Selection. He is known as the world's number one kosher wine sommelier. You like the way I pronounce that, huh? I love the way you pronounce He is known as the world's number one kosher wine sommelier. I say it twice. How do you like that? Can you... He is the excuse me a moment. Let me introduce you if you don't mind. He is the one, the only Jay Books. Bam, boy, we haven't done this together in a while. It's been a while. Welcome back. Welcome back to the humble studios of New York of New York City. And with uh, Jay is another close friend of the Nahum Single Network and JM and the AM, and that is, of course, the Director of Public Relations at the Kedem Royal Wine Corporation. That's Gabe Geller. Gabe, good morning to you. Hey, Nahum. How you doing? A more conventional good morning for Gabe. Yeah. Not the Jay Booksbaum <laughs> greeting. <laughs> A more conventional one. Well, it's very early. I don't so know which one I should cry about up. more. <laughs> yeah. You'd be happy we do you the way we do that, and you'd be happy we introduce Gabe the way we introduce him. All right, gentlemen, uh, first right off the bat, I had been sent, and, and we love getting updates on kosher wine from you guys. I had been sent a major news story, which we're going to get to in a moment. But first, Gabe, you want those lower? Please, a little I, bit. I think I remember how to do that. Is that lower? Is that better? Yeah, but a little bit higher. Seriously? Yeah. How's that? That's perfect. Okay. Uh, I had I had received an, a, a communique, as I like to say, from uh, the folks at the Royal Wine. But and that doesn't mean you're incommunicado. Not at all. Okay. Fact, the opposite. Um, and I frankly just wanted to make sure I knew how to pronounce everything. So I'm gonna I'm going to introduce new wines to our audience while you give me a lesson in case I mispronounce. If you anything. pronounce it, mispronounce, I'll go. Jay. I'll give you the buzzer. Jay, okay, that would be rough on the audience. I'm getting too. Uh, yeah, is the name Capcanus or that's too? It's not. Capcanus. It's wrong. 
Capsanis. Oh, darn. Okay. It's one of the few, actually. It's one of the things i got to re-record yeah, it's now. One that of the... is a winery you have to visit, by the way. Where is yeah. it? Uh, in Spain, near Barcelona, about, about two hours from Barcelona, I think. Is it an amazing place? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's also what's it's ama- an amazing story. Go it's ahead. an amazing story, amazing place. But what's interesting about that is is that um, most Spanish words are not pronounced with the S sound when you see the C, right. except when it has that little strudel thing. Correct. So then and you know like it's an English. S sound. Just like, Caps, oh yeah, okay. Capsanis Dulce, D-O-L-C-E is Dulce? That's dulce. Dulce. I, I mean, right. Dulce is Dulce. Yeah, it's I, like I think, I think tomato, tomato. I am, oh, yeah? I am failing the wine test on, <laughs> on the air. No, no, it's, it's correct. You're, yeah, you're okay. Italian would say Dulce. I'm not sure. Okay. Then we have, and this one I know I'm pronouncing correctly, we have an award-winning wine that everyone's used to from the United States that's now in Israel as well, and that's Covenant. Covenant is now okay. in Israel as well. That's a big deal. We had the Covenant people here in studio a long time ago. Jeff is amazing. Then so is his wife. LV, which is, that's correct, E-L-V-I, yes. but is the new one Vina Encina? Is that the right uh, pronunciation? Uh, Vina Encina. Vina Encina. Vina Encina. Move closer. Thank you. Um, then the fourth on this Close enough. The fourth on this list, I basically gave up. I said, okay, this one we're not even putting down. Okay. <laughs> we're not even putting this one down on tape. Pavillon de Leoville Poifer? Is that even Pavillon? Not bad. That's not bad. Pavillon. Go ahead. Go ahead. Leoville. And I assume that's French. It is. And it's made in France? It's made in France, in Bordeaux. Uh, it's the second wine of Chateau Léoville Poiferet, which is one of the most famous, amazing uh, estates in, uh, in Bordeaux. Cool. And finally, the Shilo Mosaic. That's, someone brought that over to our house last night. Oof. And the exclusive edition. They must like you. I, they do. But you drank it and you liked it? Well, we had an event in our house last night, and that was one of the bottles. When I got back home, because I was at the big YU game last night, right. when I got back home, this was the... How'd they do? They won by lot, by 30. Wow. And the Hode wow. brothers all played at the same time. <laughs> Fourth time in NCAA history that's happened. It was really cool. Anyway, um, I get home, and that's one of the bottles that had a drop left over, and it is a good one. It is a good one. Uh, you know, you have really come well, a long Well, thank you very way. much there, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for making me look good in front of Gabe. It's finally working, you know. <laughs> it's only taken 22 years, you know. Oh, and, that's it. and then both Gabe and Jay remember our amazing visit. And, and they, the, our host there will tell you it was amazing to the Pisagot Winery. We were in the Pisagot Winery. And they have a, a, a big announcement. They have gone ahead and they've actually taken on an additional a rabbinic supervision, right? They've, I mean, traditionally you add a hashkacha, it opens up a new market for you. And they've right. done the same in Israel, correct? Yes, they have. So. That's the big news. Okay, and they they made a big deal about it. I assume uh, they did, but we're we're kind of doing it slowly you're, because it's you're positioning it. Yeah, we're exactly. positioning it's, it. Okay. It's, it's going to take time. Okay. It's going to take time to get it on all the vintages on all the okay. bottles. You know. So there you have. But they're doing well over there in Psycho. Oh, great. Were you there recently, or you haven't been there in a while? I haven't been there in about a year. Okay. I was there two months ago. Oh, you were just there. Yeah, I was just there, and uh, I mean, it's amazing that the new winemaker. It's been almost three years since the new winemaker came aboard. Uh, but he's doing amazing things there. Uh, the the wines are really taken to the next step. And the uh, visitor center is fun. Maybe that's the wrong word. It, it, it's it's great. Let's put it this way: the visitor center is attractive to all members of the family. Let's put it that way: young it, and old. It is. It is. There is a movie. Right. You can see the the from the. Um, the ground, right. uh, you can see actually uh, through the through the through the cellar uh, where the barrels are uh, are being stored, and even and the, just seeing, uh, the, the is floor eight. is glass, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And even just seeing the region, you know, just looking out the windows, exactly. there, it's, it's a museum. Use. It's an amazing. It's, it's, All right, yeah, so it's a big thumbs up and a big hello to our friends in Sago. 
Now, you're here, and I don't even know if this was on our agenda for today, but we've got to mention it because, I don't know, but this one it might be sold out. February the 13th. It is not completely sold out. Kosher Food and Wine Experience for New York. real close. Much earlier than usual. Usually it's toward the end of February. Mm -hmm. This is much earlier than usual. It's February 13th. Simply go to the website. What do we want to tell people? Just go to the website. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, the website is kfwny.com. Okay. And we have Los Angeles two days later. Right. That's kfwla.com. And someone told me there's a London much earlier. Is there a There London? is. It's uh, February the 1st. Oh, that's really good. At Sheraton Park Lane in London. All right. That's the it. objective is always to do it before Purim, right. about a month before Purim. All right. Are you going to London or you don't do that? I, I went to London last year. I don't think I'm going this year. All right. So our London listeners, and we have some over there, they should know that uh, the, the, the uh, team from Kedem will be in place oh, yeah. February the 1st. And they're going to have, I mean, in New York we have about 30 winemakers. Yeah. There they're going to have like 20 or something. I mean, really a Which lot of winemakers. Oh, so it's close to what, pretty amazing. I mean, New York is... Oh, my. New York is ridiculous. It's completely over the top. Uh, completely. Uh, essentially, anybody who wants to be a player in this market has to show up. Oh. Well, it's yeah. not only it's not only the players in terms of the commercial part of it, right. but if you want to be a player in terms of drinking or eating, right. fine food and wine, including uh, meats and desserts and everything else. It's unbelievable. Right. It's unbelievable. Uh, that was very smart when it was opened up beyond wine to include food and catering and everything else. I mean, it made it for a oh, last year. We were on NBC, CBS, Wall Street Journal. I mean, you just name uh, it. Uh, 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 yeah, exactly. And the Nakam Seal Network. And the Nakam yeah. I don't know how you forgot that. No, no, no. That, that goes without saying. <laughs> First and foremost. Fact, in fact, we're here today to do some, like, yes. sneaky announcements that no one except your listeners. Don't tell anybody else. But you're being serious? You're, I'm very you're serious. You're literally visiting us with big news today? Yes, big news. Jay's here. Gabe is here. We have big news coming up. I ask everybody out there for your patience and indulgence as we continue during this hour with our friends from Kedem Royal Wine and all the other wines they represent, and there are certainly many of those. Anybody with a comment, a question, anything about kosher wine, you can do so on the app as we speak. Go to the NSN app for Android or iPhone on the homepage. Of course, you can add your comment and ask away uh, anything you wish during this segment. Jay and Gabe and... uh, our friends from Kedem in our studio. More coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. You'll never believe what Jay Booksbaum just told me off the air. He had a rumor of what happened this past Friday night in Washington, D.C. You know, this past Friday night, there's a lot of inauguration ceremonies right. and parties going right, on. Right, right, right. And you heard a In walking distance to the Chabad. Correct. And, you, and why is that significant? Because there's some Orthodox Jews who were involved. Right. right. And you uh, heard what rumor? Tell us. I heard a rumor that the wine that Jared made Kiddush on was Shiloh. And Jared, uh, Vanka's husband, yeah. Imagine that. Did the people at Shiloh know this yet? Yeah. In fact, I think I heard it from them. Maybe the president should visit Shiloh in Ottawa. Well, I'm on my way there. I'm actually on my way to <laughs> well, Washington, you're Washington this morning. Right. Yeah. Right. Lunch with the president. You heard this story. You said, I'm making a beeline for D.C. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to sober him a little bit now that he got the football, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. You can say that again. <laughs> oh, Talking about being sober, you know, yeah. from a guy who drinks wine. You know? <laughs> yeah, we're we're thankful you don't have the football. Forget about the president. <laughs> oh, really? I think I'd rather have the football than him. No, I'm, not, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't be upset with me, Donald. I don't want you to Twitter at me. God, God forbid. <laughs> Um, that's all right. Fun. all right, so I just posted on Facebook. People can see the picture. If you go to my profile, Nahum Siegel on Facebook, you will see exactly what Jay and Gabe have brought into our studio this morning. We discussed KFWE for a minute. We obviously uh, talked about the news of the new wines and the Psygoda announcement that I wanted to bring up. But but you're here with yet an additional piece of information for everybody with three beautiful-looking bottles in front of you. And, again, people can see those if they go to my uh, profile on Facebook. What do you have in front of you, Jay? Well, everybody's familiar with, not everybody, but mo- most people are familiar with the Shemitah pr- issue. Right. Okay, we don't bring in wines from Eretz Yisrael on the sh- fr- that are from the Shemitah year, Correct. which was 2015 this time. Mm-hmm. And but nobody realizes that there are actually some vineyards because there's a lot of heterim in Israel where they do in fact harvest and either give it away or you know sell it, etc. Sell it, etc. But there are a small amount of vineyards that literally allow, do not prune exactly like the halacha says, and do not harvest, allow people to take the grapes on their own. And those vineyards do produce, however, a wine in the Shemitah year, in, I'm sorry, in the sixth year, mm-hmm. not the seventh. Mm-hmm. Those wines were separated by our good friend Ami Chailuria from Shiloh. Who we've met. Who we've met. Yeah, we've met. And there were three vineyards that did not do anything on Shemitah year, that took the year off but made very special wine, he says, for the sixth year. And those are coming in a pack called the Heroes Selection because they're heroes. They're Shemitah heroes. They're Shemitah heroes. Jewish heroes. Real Jewish, real from, you know, well, I hate the word from, but, you know. Dedicated. Dedicated. Very dedicated. And the wines are, are here in the States, but will not be released or even tasted by anyone. And this is a real drum roll kind of, Thing for just your listeners until KFWE. Huh. Uh, can, people can't taste it at KFWE, correct? Yes. They're going to be pouring the wine at That's KFWE? That's right. Oh, yeah, we will be pouring the wine at KFWE, and then it'll be released thereafter for sale to the public. So, for instance, just to get this straight, KFWE right. is on a Monday night. Right. C- can you walk into a retailer the next day and purchase this box? I mean, uh, how, uh, does, how does it probably work? Probably yes. Probably yes. I probably. think they're releasing it on week? the 1st of February. Uh, uh, Right. I think. So certainly, I'm not yeah. sure actually. I'm I'm not sure if it's going to be released uh, on the first of February. Uh, maybe not officially. Maybe it will be released to the stores, but the announcement and, and the official launch will be indeed at KFW two weeks later. So right. if you want to, if you want to see these here, and I guarantee you, it will be sold out in short order. <laughs> in other words, it's a few hundred cases. In other words, you're saying it's yeah, worth it. Like <laughs> you're saying it's well worth it. <laughs> well, I, officially, I'm not allowed to tell anybody that I actually tasted it. So, oh, good point. Um, 
Is this limited? Like, will there only be a certain mm, number? It's a few hundred cases. That's, that's it. it. Exactly. So, so these, it's a one-time thing. Right. So these three packs could be gone in a week. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that they'll be gone within the first month for sure. Right. Uh, is that what we call it, a three-pack? Special box? How do we refer uh, to it's it? It's called the Heroes the Edition. The Heroes Edition. That's it. Just ask, so ask your retailer. If you say to your retailer, Shilo Heroes, that's it. They'll that's know it. exactly what They'll know exactly. Well, by then they will. Right. All right. Great. And remember, it's only your listeners that know this. Well, at this point, that's 100% true. Um, only the people tuned in right now know about this. Uh, could you give us a description? I mean, I know we always talk about tastes and aromas and oh, and gosh. matching and everything else. And you're doing. Well, this. what's interesting is there's three. It's three separate vineyards. Right. One vineyard is called um, uh, Ariel. The other is Yehoshufat, and the third is Avram. And um, remember, now all of these come from the same area that Avram Avinu first right. uh, first used, you know, sacramental wine in in Carbonos. So these are all separate vineyards. I think I think the one that I, you know, I think is wonderful. They're all wonderful, but the one that's richest is probably the Avram vineyard. The others are more complex, more elegant. You, you remind me when we're on Tel Romeda in Chevron, and they found that time what looked like a 4,000-year-old jewelry box. Everyone said this could have been Surrey Maynard's jewelry box. When <laughs> people walk in these vineyards, Avram Avinu could have used the same area Absolutely. Absolutely. To, to make the wine that he used and he drank at that time, which, is pretty, which is pretty cool. It's unbelievable. You can't say that in the U.S. No, you can't. <laughs> it is real, you could say. The, the, the whole point of this uh, special edition is that the, the pasuk is on the is on the package, and it says that Sivitiet Birkati Lachem Ashishit, which is the pasuk in Vaikra, right. uh, which the means then the I sister. will come and my right. blessing upon you in the sixth year. Is that there is a special blessing on Eretz Yisrael uh, the year before the Shemitah? And I have cool. to tell you, I have to tell you, this particular sixth year, every single winery, even those wineries that have taken from yeah. vineyards, yeah, taken from vineyards in the seventh year, yeah. have told me that. That 14 was an amazing vintage. They got the bracha. Unbelievable. Amazing vintage. That must be so cool. Yeah. The, the old timers, I wonder if they realize it every seven years during the sixth year. Yeah. Pretty and cool. what's interesting also is that they also tell us that the 16th, 16 was an amazing vintage. Right. Which is also interesting because it's the year after the Shemitah year. Correct. Which is uh, a reward. You which could is see a reward. That as, as a reward for uh, you know keeping the Schmidt. Jay Booksbaum, Gabe Geller, uh, talking about wine on this Thursday morning broadcast. Um, I will reveal to you what wine I've been very into recently. Okay. You're not going to be as impressed after we spoke about the mosaic, but right. still, I think you'll be happy that this is one of the wines that's dominating my uh, okay my palate. All right, keep everybody in suspense. By the way, I'm about to play R.E.A. Kunstler. You heard the big news, right? No, tell me. He's doing the kosher halftime show for us this coming Saturday night. I am so excited. Yeah, no chance you'll be in the Five Towns Saturday night, is there? If, if Not a chance. Huh? <laughs> Gabe, what about I'm you? I'm speechless. Gabe, what about you? No chance. Imagine Jay no Booksbaum being speechless. No <laughs> because, you know, I would assume Courtside Grill serves your product, I would assume. Right? They've got a bar over there. Of course. Would, of course. Out there on Central Avenue in Cedar. Of course. So, you know. You're doing it Saturday night? Yeah, we're recording it Saturday night, and we'll make it available to the public during halftime of the big game next week. I hear you. You like that, huh? I hope New England wins. What? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because cause Kraft, yeah. who owns New England, yeah. is, a, is a really big supporter of Eric's And Malcolm Glazer's not, who owns Atlanta? 
Oh, I didn't know two that. Two supporters of Israel going oh, up I against did, each I, other. I, I actually, when I didn't know When that. you're a Jet fan, I, I, Kraft's been on this show, as you know. Yeah. And I still, because because now we're dealing with two now, people. Now, Malcolm Glazer, is he observant at all? That I don't know. You don't know. Because Kraft is, you know, make the has they say has a kosher kitchen or whatever I at home. No, Jay, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And Glazer, though, is a big support of Israel? As far as I know, he's... Uh, okay, but we know for sure that... that if, not, if not, I'm stretching the truth tremendously. <laughs> okay, but we, know for, but we know for sure that what's-his-name is. No question about it. Kraft is. And when he even he, got that Kraft Field in, in Jerusalem. Kraft Stadium. When he was on this show, he said that his, that his father would have been more proud of him receiving the award he got from Yeshiva University than all the Super Bowls he won. Wow. I just got the only, chills. Only here can you say that. He, he can't say that to ESPN. <laughs> but, but here, I'm not sure he would be. I know. don't know. But here, here the, he knew the audience would get it. That the, yeah. we, We'd hop what he's talking about. Good anyway. man. Good man. Yes. Good luck to everybody. How yeah. about that? Good luck to everybody. Good luck to everybody. Good luck to everybody. Good luck. Hey, Avrami, show Jay the uh, kosher halftime show uh, string bag that we made. Where is that? should be right there, right in front of the refrigerator in there. Well, if you don't do mind. I get to take one home? Of course not. What kind of question is that? There it is. That's the brand new string bag that we made for the Coach Draft Time show. If you show up Saturday night, it's yours. Okay. Simple as that. Okay. Do I have to bring Gabe, wine? Gabe, same rules for you, but you've already made it clear you're not showing up. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> All right. What wine am I drinking? I'll let you know. But first, Arye Kunstler, the star of the Coach Draft Time show 2017. This is JM in the AM.
rocking the house with Arya Kunstler. Wow, he is. He's, he's good. He's really good. He got to come Saturday night. He's like the Beatles of our age. There's no way in the Jewish. world we can convince you to show up. Huh? Uh, it's great. He was, Isn't he good? He was the Ben at, uh, at my wedding. Bennett? Yeah. Arya Kunstler? Yeah. Very nice. Now we got to get Gabe to come Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> no, Arya's got to get him to come. <laughs> That's true. Maybe I'll, I'll be far away. So. Oh, really? <laughs> Gabe's out I'll have to uh, transport myself. Gabe's testing wines out in Charlotte at okay. Gleiberman's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So uh, here's what's been going on with me. Give me two minutes on this, and I'll let you go back to. Uh, no, no, go ahead. Um, you know, you know the progression I've made over the years. There have been times where I've really had one eighteen, one seventeen. What's that? You said two minutes, right? <laughs> there, <laughs> been, there have been times, and and my audience, I'm proud to say, has followed me on a lot of this. Go ahead. There have been times when I've really been passionate about certain wines for a long time, like a year at a time. Right. And, of course, Bartender Blue was among it, of course. you know, the Late Harvest. But Black Muscat. Black Muscat. Black, remember the Black Muscat oh, craze? Oh, God, five it, years of Because that. there was a year, and there was one very simple reason. There was one year of Black Muscat where the vintage was absolutely insane. It was amazing. It was insane. And they've tried to duplicate it since then. I think they've hit it a couple of times since then. but it's Nothing in, close. Exactly. Yeah. What's the story with that? Can it's you explain just, it? It's just like... It's just like I don't know, vintage sixteen. Do you remember uh, what year was it? Oh five or something? What you remember I what year remember. it was? I think it was around then. Yeah. I think it was like in the mid oh five oh six. Anyway, that was just a, a spectacular one. And, we, and you mentioned which late harvest? Oh, the Riesling you're talking about, yeah, right? Riesling, and also you liked. I think you liked the orange muscat. Too. Correct. Now the orange muscat is the one that replaced the black muscat. Right, right. The orange muscat, I went nuts for two, three years, right. and I still love it. It's an it's unbelievable great. It's wine. Great. It's got good acidity. It's, and a it's lot really of well listeners have told me that they've hopped on delicious. the bandwagon. Yeah. I mean, I assume sales even for, fine wine drinkers, you right. know, should like it. Do, do, it's, do it's sales a really reflect fine wine. that? I mean, Absolutely. I know Bartonura sales are through the Absolutely. roof. Absolutely. Oh, Bartonura sales So orange muscat is is is, 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 as, as you said, the sales reflected, and I was 100% you know, ahead of the game on that. But now here's my new one. And I'm going to get it wrong. You have to help me. It, it's, a, it's, it's a late harvest. What, which one is it? I'm talking about the Chenin Blanc? Is it the late harvest Chenin Blanc? Yeah, one? That's be. the one. The, the, like the purplish bottle with a yeah. purplish label, yeah, right? True. The late harvest Chenin Blanc is my new wide obsession. I'm telling you, I was Friday night by a friend of mine three, four weeks ago. They had it. We enjoyed it like you cannot. It is delicious. And if you chill it right, and I don't mean, you know, put it in the freezer for two hours. not what I mean. If you it can also age pretty well. Meaning that even after a period of time, it's if even better. After a period of time, if you keep it in your cellar for yeah. a few years, it gains more depth, more complexity. A wine like that is, worth, yeah. is worth the story. In fact, the wines that last longest are something called uh, French Sauternes, which are sweet wines. Exactly. That's be one of the reasons for that is that the sugar itself acts as a long-term preservative. Oh, sugar is a preservative. Yeah. I mean, chemically, sugar is a yeah. preservative. Yeah. So anyway, um, if you chill it right, which means, listen carefully, okay. a cold refrigerator, 50 minutes, not like you guys do 20 or 30, 5 <laughs> Fifty minutes before you want to serve it. recipes. I'm telling you, you got to follow me on this. It is that it, it is unbelievable. It is just a perfect and incredible tasting wine. Uh, available, right? Never shortage or anything like that when it comes to no. the harvest. Well, th th that's the point. It's actually the the shilling, the shilling on late harvest is currently out of stock. So no, it shows that you're far from being the only one who likes it. 
You're being serious. I'm being serious. So if I walked into this retailer, who, by the way, on Grand Street, i got to give him credit, he has stepped up his game when it comes to kosher wine. I don't know yeah. if you guys are familiar. Are you familiar? Because Grand Street used to not be a great place for right. kosher wine. And right. now, now he stepped it up. They have a good sales rep there. Yeah, he really stepped it up. Yeah. If I walk in there tomorrow, he'll have it or won't have it. Probably. I mean, if he, if he's stocked up enough. Right. Yeah, but in our rare house, it's gone for now. And that means the next time that there'll be a massive shipment would be what month? I do not know exactly. Before the end of 2017? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I'll tell you, I finally declare my new favorite wine. I find out that you can't find it anywhere. What do you say today? That, Jay. Amazing. Here's my chance to mention Leo over in, uh, <laughs> on West Englewood Avenue. His at name T-Dex. is not Leo. <laughs> I know. It's Lipa. <laughs> it's Lipa. <laughs> but the, I bet you Leo has a bottle for me. Maybe <laughs> Leo does. I don't know if Lipa does. <laughs> I bet you he's got one. At Filler Up, they call it. Filler Up on Filler up. West Englewood Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. Good How do you guy. like that? Good guy. But if you're in Charlotte and you need kosher wine, you know where to go. Jeff Gleiberman. There you go. You go to the Gleibermans and right next door to Charlotte Tourist Center. There you go. And by the way, not just wine and delicious kosher food. Which it's important to mention that your brother got that community started. And he deserves all the credit. He does. Uh, but not only that. Rabbi Nate. Not only food and wine, but they yeah. have a great restaurant as well. Do they? Yes, a sit-down restaurant, Jay. Well, I haven't been there I so think long. the three of us need a road trip. A road trip. I think the three of us should go. You know, you Who's talk, driving? Me, we, you talk about me, you, and Gabe sitting in Oxnard at the restaurant. How about going out to Charlotte? Come I, on. Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. Let's do that in the spring and uh, get a convertible, something like that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Tell me the update in Oxnard, by the way. Is the restaurant doing as well as ever? It's, it's ridiculous. Seriously? It's ri- and, you know, it's interesting. That's that's California. People folks. call me all the time and ask me, should I go to the restaurant? And I say, forget about what you should go tonight. You better call me before you go because otherwise you ain't getting a reservation so quick. Typical night, you ain't getting a reservation. It's, so. it's always, I mean, it's not easy to get a reservation all the time. Uh, Jay, you could sneak me in, right? Yeah, definitely. Even at this height, you could sneak me in. I mean, I don't in. know. It's up to Mutti, California. <laughs> oh, really? It's yeah. up to Mutti, California? Right. <laughs> let, let me know how I, can get, how I can get close to him. There you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll use the opportunity. Um, all right. KFWE, the 13th of February. One of the things Gabe Geller has reminded me is that it's not only wine. It's food as well. You think how many caterers will be represented that it's night? It's not caterers. It's, re- it's restaurants, I mean, caterers. I'm sorry. Correct. Restaurants, caterers, etc. Food establishments. How many do you think will be represented uh, that night, February 13th? 35 restaurants, uh, give or take. 35? Wow. What were there last year? Uh, Less, like uh, 32. Uh, 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 yeah, maybe 30. But was yeah, it? 30, yeah. 31. This is unbelievable. And people who don't realize, you know, they wonder because they see a ticket that costs $100, whatever it is, and they wonder, is this worthwhile? I mean, you're visiting. Let 30. me tell you something. At 135 bucks, which is what I think it is, 125. it's the cheapest date you could ever imagine. Imagine tasting, I'm not kidding, like 200 wines, 35 different caterers and restaurants or mostly restaurants it's ridiculous and it's all you it's can ridiculous. drink and all you can eat all you can drink nobody all you can eat you. all night long nobody stops you yeah it's crazy and it's then, the cheapest thing around and then the big bonus at the fact, end i keep telling them to raise the price don't tell your listeners that and then the big bonus <laughs> yeah. is that jay drives you home afterwards yeah right <laughs> that's the big bonus. Now brenda's doing all the driving she's got a bus <laughs> Yes, Brenda makes stops everywhere on the way back to Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, we've got this person who's who needs some help. Yeah. Let's get them to Brooklyn. We before take we your get keys home. away. No, but it's true. I, you know, I've said this many times. I've been here with Rahama right. uh, many times from Mask. Right. Uh, you got to drink responsibly. We are urging everybody who comes to taste and spit. Right. 
not only because we want to keep you sober, but also because if you keep drinking, by the time you get to the 10th, 12th wine, you won't be able to taste the 13th to the 30th, you know? And on top of that, uh, you do encourage people to actually arrange with car services. Absolutely, absolutely. And we will have a telephone number, I think. We have a telephone number. But, you know, today you get an Uber. Exactly. It's easy. It's Manhattan. Come on. All right. um, KFWE website, search it, or? KFWNY.com. Simple as that. Couple of new, couple of new restaurants this year that yeah. we have never seen before, including, yeah. including Mexicosher, who just opened a few months ago in the city, uh, moved from, uh, not moved actually, mm-hmm. opened a new restaurant here in uh, in New York, expanded from, uh, the the restaurant that they have originally in Los Angeles. Right. Uh, there is a uh, Bedford, the famous restaurant from uh, from Queens, from Main Street, right. opened uh, opened new restaurants here in the Upper East Side on Park Avenue, right. and uh, we have as well. Um, Bison and Bourbon, yeah, the famous restaurant from Brooklyn. I was there one of the early nights with you. Yeah. You guys were there. We, when, we were when there. You, when you invited not me, not me there, one yeah. of the early nights. Right. And that is a very impressive place. And they're really nice people, too. Really nice people. And could you imagine what's happening in certain areas of Brooklyn? How, how areas that we would never travel to years ago are <laughs> now the hottest spot? It's in an old warehouse. I know. Actually, it's in an old chop shop. <laughs> I, I actually asked the guy. I said to him, what was this before it was a restaurant? <laughs> yeah. He said it was a, you know, a car fixing place That's right. quote unquote quote unquote yeah <laughs> yeah they fix the cars all right yeah. <laughs> like somebody was telling me over the Fixed weekend up, yeah. we were talking about the 80s in new york and he's telling me how basically his car looked exactly the way it was when he parked it but then he realized everything inside had been taken out <laughs> <laughs> including the engine you know <laughs> a different era mr Booksman. what did you say boy, oh boy <laughs> that's for sure Anyway, uh, that's the story. We the era will... of the crook lock. Remember the crook lock? Yeah, of course. Plus, I-, I was telling people in Charlotte, they were asking about crime in the old days. I said, we used to have signs that said no radio. So, <laughs> pe- so people would have Rachmanis. Do you remember the Bensi box? Of course. That, yeah. that, you would take it with you. Yeah, exactly. You would take your radio with you. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, final words with Jay Bookspam and Gabe Geller coming up on a very special Thursday morning broadcast. This is JM in the AM.
Liner at JM in the AM. He's also a nice guy. He certainly is. But he was here. He was in that chair last Thursday. We had a great show with him. And uh, Garrison Veroba before that with his brand new album. Uh, Jay Booksbaum is here, the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth. He's uh, very calm today because he's accompanied by Gabe Geller, the uh, director of public relations. People are wondering why you're so. <laughs> Jay. I had to do that. I lose audience members when Sorry. you do that. I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody. I like my wife. Good morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me go back to my point. Everyone's wondering why Jay's so understated today. Of course, because he's accompanied by the by the uh, calm Gabe Geller to his left, who is Director of Public Relations over at Kedem. You're all invited to KFWE. We get your tickets today because it could be really sold out in the next couple of days. That's not a joke. It's a reality. You know that from past years. We spoke at the brand new Shiloh. Heroes Collection. It will be made available to the public, and you can go to your retailers sometime in February, right, early February. A big deal about it to KFWE. You'll be able to taste it at KFWE. For the first time. And you, who's not allowed to say that you've tasted it, can tell us that it is a amazing. remarkable product. Amazing. It is. All right, so there it you go. It's so get, special. It's amazing to see the differences between each and every wine. They're all Cabernet Sauvignon. They all come from the same region, but the, the difference in the vineyard is, uh, is pretty obvious. Oh, cool. How big a player is Shilo? Are they up there? Are they up there in the Israeli wine market? Uh, I mean, it's still it's it's not one of the largest right. wineries like Carmel or Barkan, but it's uh it's it's growing very nicely and uh, always keeping the the quality in check. Nice. Um, what's the secret to get the least expensive bottle of wine in uh, in this area? What's the secret, Jay? Is there one retailer that really discounts wine uh, crazily more than others? You know. Do you remember, like, 20 years ago, yeah. I once mentioned the specific retailer? <laughs> yes, I do remember. And you remember what happened the week after that? Yes, I do remember. Okay. But I'm asking you a question. <laughs> Let, let's say the bottle that I mentioned earlier is a right. $22 bottle of wine. And I think the, that's am about I right? right. That's about that's right. About right. right. Twenty one ninety nine, something like that, right? Is there anybody, yes or no question, is there anybody that sells it for 15 16 bucks that I really need to find? Not that I'm aware You of. don't know of anybody that does that. Okay. Maybe maybe on a very special sale. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see what I'm after, Wait till right? pay something I'm after and, a big and bargain. read the ads. I'm after a big bargain. I hear you. You like that, huh? Uh, the pre-Pesach and pre-Purim by the case um, specials are often very good, right? You might be able to get a bottle at 15 16 a $22 bottle if you buy by the case at that time of year, right? It's possible. There's a lot of that stuff There's going on. There's a lot of specials going yeah. on out there. But we wouldn't name anybody, of course. Of course. Of course not. Uh, any other pieces of news we need to remind everybody about before we uh, wrap things up? Or is that it? Shiloh Heroes, we spoke about KFWE. We mentioned our friends in Psagot. Oh, one Kudos other thing. One yeah. other thing. We had it for the first time last year, I think. Maybe it was the second, but I think it was the first. And that was a VIP section. Right. Good point. 
And I think the VIP section is already sold out. Oh, is it? The VIP section sold out weeks ago already. Wow. Weeks How ago. many people are in the VIP section? A hundred? Uh, uh, maybe a couple hundred. A couple of hundred. And those tickets just completely went right away. Completely and those are, within, uh, those are another 50 bucks week. more, right? They're uh, $50. There, there are 200. Oh, they're, they're $75 more, $70 more or something. Amazing. $70, you need a bigger VIP section, Mr. Booksmith. It is bigger than last year. Have you gone ahead? I'm curious about this because I've watched every year as KFW has gone to larger spaces or spaces that make more sense to you, et cetera, right. et cetera. Yeah. Is New York not capable of holding double the number of people that you want? Or we've looked. Or simply the event wouldn't be the event that it is if there were double number of no, people? No, no. We, we've looked. We, we've You'd looked like for it, larger right? events, well, larger venues. So we're at the largest, essentially. Uh, we, can go to, we can go to uh, like uh, the convention center. Right. Yeah. But you're not affording Javits for this event. Well, but, even, yeah, but you could take a piece of it. The problem oh, is that's true, right? it's not a cool place. Right. You, want you also to want cachet. it to be a nice venue. Right. Yeah, it's on the water. Correct. It's beautiful. You want it to be a nice venue. Correct. Not just cost, not just uh, logistics. It's also yeah, it's a, you you know, it's a classy right event. event. Right. It is. Well, if anybody out there has suggestions of where to bring it sure. in New York City, and you want to keep it on Manhattan Island, right? You want to keep um, it? I think so. Yeah, that, it's always been, that's right? The yeah. That's, that's the goal. That's the goal. We've yeah. been thinking about other cool places, right. but... To, to find something which is at least as good as Chelsea Piers is pretty... Uh, Could you imagine if one day you're doing KFWE Staten Island, KFWE Brooklyn, KFWE Manhattan? Could you imagine they get so big that there are different ones in each borough? Listen, you know, we have now literally a half a dozen of them around the world. Half a dozen? We have one in... L.A., London, New York. We have one in Atlanta. It's a smaller one. Atlanta for the southern region? We have one in, in Florida. Miami. Miami. You have separate Atlanta With KFWE Miami. Yeah. We have a, a really... Kind of tiny one in in Minnesota. What? But you know these are starting to happen. What would be the admission cost in the one in Atlanta? People would pay what per ticket to go to the Atlanta one? Uh, I would say around between seventy five to a hundred dollars. So comparable. And it's to hooked New York. up with a charity there. It right. is. Not, so we're not. We're co sponsors. Right. We have also in Israel in Tel Aviv. We have one in Israel. What month is that? Fe- that's February the sixth. Do you go to that? I would like to, but not this year. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying if so many of them are this time of year, must your staff must be going all over the place. It's everywhere. it's it's like a full time <laughs> it's a full time group, right? You could be almost that has to do this. Uh, our yeah. president Nathan Herzog goes to most. Unbelievable. Yeah. No wonder I can't reach him in February. I gotta wait till March to speak to him. <laughs> Simple as that. All right, Jay Booksbaum, Gabe Geller. Everybody go out there, enjoy great Ketam wine, the Royal Wine Corporation, and the KFWE New York, and KFWE coming up the 13th of February. And a quick suggestion, tomorrow's Arab Shabbos, quick suggestion, you want to say anything about any any wine you want to throw out there? Uh, you know, we, we've talked about Israel, Israel, Israel right. all these years, <clears throat> for a long time. Try something new from our California collection, and I'm going to tell you the new vintage of Alexander Valley Cabernet from Herzog is off is the charts. a knockout. Uh, for a it's guy like a me, knockout. Is it for a guy like me? As a matter of fact, it's one of my favorite wines always. And Gabe brought it to me blind. And for the first time, and Gabe knows me for years now. And I always was able to identify that wine. I could not identify it. That's how good it was. It was, it was off the charts. I mean, it's so big and so rich and so flavorful and so, wow, so mouth-filling. Alexander Valley 14. Is that a good suggestion? It is a great suggestion. 2014 proves 
on and on to be a great vintage. Across Whether in California, in, uh, in Spain, in Israel, in France, in Bordeaux, we have in, incredible new Bordeaux wines this year at KFWE. Uh, we talked about Sauternes a few minutes ago. Right. Uh, there is a new Sauternes, uh, first growth. We're talking, you know, the, one of those uh, uh, famous cult wines from uh, from Sauterne Chateau Renvigno. That's going to be at KFWE for the first time uh, ever. Um, it hasn't been released yet, right? It hasn't been released yet. It's being released officially at KFWE. Very cool. So, you know, this is a, this, that's my suggestion with Shabbos. Go out and buy a bottle of Alexander Valley Cabernet. It's not like a ridiculously expensive wine. It's in the 30s, right? Uh, high 30s. High yeah. 30s. So, you know, it's a really great bottle of wine. So there you go. Gentlemen, I thank you. Gabe, a pleasure as always. Jay, a pleasure as always. Thank you so much. Good Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow, Have a great Shabbos. Think of Gabe and... great morning. Exactly. Think of Gabe and Jay tomorrow when you're enjoying the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos Music Mix and a special Friday live lunch brought to you by Kedem all through the day right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Wrapping things up on a Thursday with Benny Friedman at JM in the AM. <laughs>
Benny Friedman wrapping things up on a Thursday. Big schedule, of course. Charlie Harari is coming up with um, an encore presentation of uh, of his program next. Um, Michael Fragan in spin class. Uh, I'm trying to think what else we have going on. We've got Allison Josephs and Drew in the city. We've got Mary Malwalek uh, with guest Joey Bodner coming up. Mazda to Joey and the big uh, honor from NCSY. We've got um, a live lunch at 11 o'clock. We'll see. At 11 o'clock, maybe we'll go through on the air some of the uh, responses to the big contest. Remember, we're trying to name the burger. We're trying to name the burger for the Kosher Halftime Show. Chef Albert Bijou has um, has um, cooked up a an exclusive burger, a brand new one, for the uh, Kosher Halftime Show celebration. is coming Saturday night at Courtside Grill in, uh, in Cedarhurst. Uh, when you go to Nahum's Eagle Network page on Facebook, if you... Uh, Check out that picture. All you got to do is comment with the name you think that burger should have. If you're a winner, you'll win a gift certificate to Courtside Grill. It's a very, very cool burger, that I could tell you. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that during the live lunch today. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NSN app, and of course, oh, I should say rather on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. And that wraps up a Thursday for us here at JMN. Tomorrow morning, Malcolm Holmline, weekly update, of course, one week into the brand new presidency in the United States, and plenty more. Big schedule all through the day here at NahumSiegel.com and on the NahumSiegel Network to so make sure you are tuned in and the NSN app. And thank you, by the way, to everybody for all the uh, all the app comments. I did see a lot of them. We did not get to them during the uh, segment with Jay and Gabe. I apologize. But a lot of great comments regarding um, uh, the interview that was just conducted here at JM and the AM, and I thank you for that. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, NahumSiegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.